Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and for 118 episodes, we've helped you lose money on everything. It's a sports gambling podcast where we lose as many bets as possible in about 20-ish minutes. On this episode, we'll be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on the PGA Championship. Yes, golf. You know I love losing money on golf. The lottery ticket of sports betting. All long odds. Very few winners. And of course, a recap and a record check at the end of the show. One bet this week, and it's all about the PGA Championship. So let's get to it. Bet number one. The PGA Championship. So the biggest news coming out of this will obviously be that Phil Mickelson will not be defending his 2021 PGA Championship. Uh, I'm not going to look any further into it. You know, I, th- I think that's, I just respect his decision not to defend it. And there's definitely not a huge book coming out where he's de- definitely telling about the hundreds of millions of dollars of gambling l- losses he took. So, uh, and then got into bed with the Saudis for a new tournament for $100 million. So that's, it's better you don't look into it. When the 2022 PGA Championship starts on Thursday at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but Tiger Woods will be playing in just his second tournament since the car crash that nearly ended his career. There's plenty of intrigue and and interesting storylines around the addition of the PGA Championship. The move from August to May seems to put a little more excitement into what used to be golf's absolutely fourth major tournament. Now coming off the Masters, the PGA Championship offers a springboard for the rest of the golf season as we head into the summer with Memorial Day next weekend. While the early tournament buzz seems to be focused around Mickelson and Woods, the two most popular golfers of that generation, Scotty Scheffler and his ascent to the number one in the official world rankings deserve some attention. It should be noted that Scheffler calls Southern Hills his favorite golf course in the world. You know Scotty Scheffler, right? The guy that just won the Masters? Okay, that's that's why we're talking about it. Tulsa has had good weather leading up to the tournament, and that should produce a fast and firm test for the best golfers in the world. Temperatures on Thursday and Friday will be in the 80s, and the wind gust up to 30 miles per hour in the afternoons. Temperatures for the rest of the week will be in the 70s, and there's no real risk of rain. But there's always a threat, you know, with the storms of Oklahoma. I don't know about the weather, but that makes me sound like I do, and now you do too. And you can tell all your friends that as well. The PGA Championship will feature 156 golfers, the most famous, of course, being Tiger Woods, who right now is running at a 20-1 to to win. Just saying. That will probably be the most popular bet this weekend. He made the cut at Augusta National to Masters, but he struggled on the weekend. He played a practice round on Sunday at Southern Hills. Paul Casey, Harris English both withdrew for the tournament over the week due to injuries, and Bryson DeChambeau continues to be in the field. But given his recent wrist surgery and overall yuck attitude, it's hard to see him teeing it up this week, so don't expect much. Okay, what do we know about Southern Hills? Southern Hills Country Club is located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It is designers Perry Maxwell's greatest course. It was rebuilt in 2018 by architect Gil Hans. Nearly every hole in the course bends left or right to create difficult tee shots. It's one of golf's most old-time tests and has hosted three U.S. Opens, and this will be the fifth time it has hosted a PGA Championship. Maxwell has worked on a lot of famous courses with Dr. Alistair McKenzie, including Augusta National, I think you heard of it, Crystal Downs, and Oklahoma City Golf and Country Club. He also helped renovate Pine Valley, Marion, and the Colonial. Woods won the 2007 PGA Championship here and shot a 63 in the second round to propel himself to that championship. He finished that weekend with a pair of 69s, nice, and beat Woody Austin by two strokes. The biggest changes that we see is the restoration of Southern Hills since we last saw it in a major championship, including removing the rough around the greens and installing short grass, this is going to penalize errant shots into the green. 
And instead of a rough catching it, the edges of the greens will just push the ball down about 20 feet. So I'm looking for someone with a track record of excellent play on his approach and then with the putter in his hands as well. So let's do it. Let's get to our picks. That first pick, of course, is going to be Shane Lowry. You've heard his name out there a lot right now. He's been playing really well. Shane Lowry going off at 2,800 right now. He's fifth in the PGA Tour in shots gained approach this season and 16th in putting. Just kind of like what we're talking about. He's very underrated majors player despite the 2019 British Open win. And I think he gets number two this week. We could absolutely see a win this week. So we're going to take 2,800 Shane Lowry to win this tournament this week. But if you think we're only taking one bet, you're a stupid idiot. We're taking way more than one bet. It's losing money with Andrew Baskin. We got to find a way to fill this tournament with so many bets. How could we ever possibly win? So Shane Lowry's only the first one. Cam Smith at plus 2,200. He cooled off a little bit starting the weekend of the Masters, but the 28-year-old Australian is still having one of the hottest seasons on the PGA Tour. He's second in PGA's strokes gained category and sixth in current datagolf.com rankings. If Smith can find his way off the tee, he'll be in a position to win his third win of the year starting Sunday. All right, two more winners, and then we'll get into some other picks here. Corey Connors at plus 4,500. I always take Corey Connors. I love Corey Connors. And one day, Corey Connors will love me back because he'll win and I'll win money. We're getting dangerously close to living in a world where Connors is talked about being underrated so often that he's actually overrated. Considering he's one of the best games ball strikers, a label I myself have used to describe him. He's ranked just 45th in strokes gained. Approach this season, we're not even quite there yet. And even so, at that 45 to 1 number, it's as high as 66. I saw 66 to 1, 66 to 1 at BetMGM. It kind of reeks for a player who struggled to win his second career title. He only has one win under his belt. That being said, <laughs> I still think he's built well at the majors. And, and though he's proven with five finishes of 17th or better in his last ma- eight major starts, Connors wouldn't be my first choice for the ones. But in major pools where you might be picking four to five players, you need a little differentiation. I think he's a solid alternative. Plus, that number keeps creeping up. And if you start seeing the 50s there, I'm going to be jumping on it. I will be. Just, are you going to be with me? I don't know. Are you going to fade me? That's up to you. I'm taking Corey Connors at plus 4,500. This is my last one. And maybe, maybe the one that I'm going to make the biggest bet on. But Jordan Spieth at plus 2,000. When he is confident, Spieth just carries himself differently, right? He looks as if he expects every iron shot to go into the hole. And if it doesn't, then he truly believes he'll just hit the chip or putt right into the hole. And if it doesn't, he truly believes he'll just make the ensuing chip or putt. It's almost as he knows a little secret and he's trying to keep it to himself, but doesn't quite own a good enough poker face. Following that final round 67 that left him in solo second place, Spee said, I'm striking it better consistently and I feel like I've got every shot. Even if you can't read body language, you can understand the confidence behind the words, right? This is not the rhetoric of someone who is still trying to dig out of the dirt and find his game. If you're not buying into the karma narrative that maybe I'm selling or the confidence narrative, then try the statistical narrative. In the last two starts, Spieth owns a win and a runner-up while leading the field in strokes gained, T to green. There's literally no reason not to like him this week. For those who still insist he isn't long enough to win on the big ballpark such as this one, consider this. Spieth's driving distance is an average of just two yards shorter than Dustin Johnson this season. It's not easy to claim the career slam, but Mickelson breaking through at the U.S. Open or Rory McIlroy at the Masters seems more daunting than Spieth trying to win the PGA, right? No player has ever made this one the final leg of their career slam. We have every reason to believe that Spieth could be the first this week. Jordan Spieth, that is our last winner bet at plus 2,000. Okay, now let's sprinkle the pot a little bit. Let's go with Rory McIlroy plus 500 for a top five finish. Look, I have no idea whether McIlroy will post another one of his patented backdoor top five finishes 
or we'll talk more of the traditional front door route. And if there's a side door in this house, I don't know how that analogy goes. I do expect him to be right there in the mix at the end of this one. He proved at the Masters and the Wells Fargo that when his game's clicking, it, it still might be better than anyone else's best stuff. The problem is, of course, that he's been going through these brief periods during tournaments where he really doesn't have anything close to his best stuff. And if he can get off to a hot start, man, watch out. I really think Rory could have one of those, like, win by half a dozen strokes at some point. If it's not this tournament, it'll happen eventually. If it doesn't, though, nobody knows how to play his best golf late in a week like him. So expect another leaderboard rising round on Sunday, and we're taking Rory McIlroy top five at plus 500. We're going to take Billy Horschel at plus 650 for a top 10. Starting to work your way down from the official world golf rankings. And chances are you simply nod your head while reading one of the 13 names on the list. It probably won't be until you get to Horschel at 14 before you, you know, like, mutter mildly like, hmm. And not exactly shocked by the number, but it's still a little startled that he's above, like, Oosthuizen or Tower Haddon or Shane Lowry. The truth is, Horschel has one of the best stretches of his career so far this year. Seven top 25s and nine appearances when he finished. It seems even more logical that he owns a value in a top 10 option. I love what the stats are telling us. He ranks in the top 30 in strokes gained off the tee, around the green and putting. Only major categories where he's losing strokes is with his approach shots. And while that might be a little troubling considering Southern Hills, it should be a great second shot golf course. But the iron game has been one of Billy's strengths, and which keeps me from being too worried about that number. Billy Horschel, plus 650 for a top 10. All right, three more bets here. Tony Finau, plus 210 for top 20. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me 163 more times, shame on me. Well, that's what some might call shame, but I just insist on being pot committed to Tony Finau and keep losing money on him. Either way, Fino is a guy that I'm conservatively chasing this week. It certainly hasn't been his best this year, but I do really like some of the big things that are coming up for the big tone. And for those big things only to come when we least expect them. Even though his runner-up finish at the Mexico Open remains his lone result better than 19th this year, it does feel like we're starting to really play some better golf. I don't know how many players are more PGA Championship types. This is the way that some games specifically fit to the Masters or the US Open or the Open Championship. But Fino might be that rare guy who is built for this one. He owns three top tens at this event in seven career starts, including tied for fourth and tied for eighth in the last two years. At a discounted price and plus 210 for top 20 is a discounted price. I don't mind sprinkling some wagers down on Tony, and you should too, or don't, or win money. I don't care. Tony Finau, plus 210, top 20. Okay, Substrock at plus 360 for top 30. Already a winner this year, and another top three to his name. Strzok is the type of player I am targeting for props in this tournament. The type who is a solid run and still owns like a very palatable number throughout the board. He owns very little major championship experience. That's bad. But in three career starts, but in three career starts, he does have a pair of top 30 finishes. That's all we need. So it feels like a smart range to play him. Plus 360 for top 30. And then the last one is Charles Schwartzel at plus 190 for top 40. Last Friday, when it was announced that Mickelson had withdrawn from this tournament, rather than defend his title, there were plenty of head scratching and hand wringing around the golf world. In the Schwartzel household, though, there might have been some quiet celebration because he was the beneficiary to that decision. The former Masters champion went on to finish solo eighth at the AT&T Byron Nelson and just a month after finishing top 10 in the Augusta National. While it suggests a strong trend in the right direction, I'm not going overboard here, but he makes a nice top 40 play. So plus 190 for Charles Schwartzel for a top 40. Is that enough bets for you? Is that enough bets for you? I feel like, the, I feel like it's enough bets. To recap those bets, let's do the recap. Recap. Okay, here are all the people that we have to win first. Shane Lowry at plus 2,800, Cam Smith at plus 2,200, Corey Smith at plus 4,500, and Jordan Spieth at plus 2,000. Then we have a little bit of props here, so we're going to go with Rory McIlroy, plus 500 for the top five, 
Billy Horschel plus 650 for top 10, Tony Finau plus 210 for a top 20, Steve Straka at plus 360 for a top 30, and Charles Schwartzel at plus 190 for a top 40. Got it? Good. Record Jack. Okay, in episode 117, we took a bunch of like futures, a bunch of different weird ones. The only ones that came to cash right now are the UFC bets and a weird Mike Babcock bet that I threw out there that I stupidly lost. So let's just take that. Mike Babcock to the next coach of the Islanders. That was a loser almost immediately. So there you go. Everyone gets that. But I won my two of UFC bets. Jan Blahovich at plus 170 winning and under 4.5 rounds at minus 140. Now, did I get a little lucky on this bet? Yes, possibly. Jan Blahovich had definitely won the first round, but was losing a little bit of momentum to Rachic, who tore his ACL in the third round and was unable to finish. So you know what? You know what we call that around here? A winner. We won, baby. Sorry, Ratchet. Hope you heal well. But Blahovic won at plus 170, and the under four, uh, four and a half rounds was minus 140. So those are winners. So we were two and one on the week, babies, for just a cool 1.5 units on the week. But that's only from the episode. Now let's go over to at Losing Money WIB. That's our free daily picks on Twitter, on Instagram. We give out free daily picks. Unfortunately, this week, uh, not good free daily picks. We went six and eight for a minus three units. So a combined between the episode and the, uh, the social media for daily picks, that's minus 1.5 units on the week. Now, I'm okay with that. I'm a bigger man. I can take that. Also, we've come off a couple stretch of winners, so that's uh, understandable. You've seen the title of the podcast. So minus 1.5 units. We'll get them next week. That being said, I cannot wait to lose money on the PGA Championship this week. Please subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts. And please give a subscribe and like to at Losing Money WAB on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever you decide to waste your time. We will be back next Friday to lose money on boxing. There's the Javante Davis-Rolando Romero fight. So yes, we're definitely going to be losing money on that. Have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!